Money is one of those things that many married couples fight about, at least at some point in time. And for Dean and me, we got that one out of the way real quickly. I think it was day four of our honeymoon. She wanted to buy a memento of our time together in the Ozarks, of all places, um, where you used to live. It was beautiful. We yeah, had we a great time. We have a retreat time. center yeah. there. I yeah. know. It was, it was gorgeous. But four days in, she wanted to buy something. And I said, I know, I can't. I, why would we want that? Right. And she cried, and I tried to figure it out. And I don't think we've fought about much money since. I just. So, where is the memento now? I'm it's sure still it's... in the gift shop in oh, the Ozarks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm John Fuller, joined by my critical colleagues, Aaron and Greg Smalley. They've never had a fight about money, never, right? Never. Right? Oh, man. When we, when we first were married, yeah, like you. I remember on our honeymoon, we had kind of agreed that, you know, let's every day we can spend like 20 bucks, however you want to spend it, you know, mementos or whatever. And, and yet Aaron really wanted to talk it through. So if I, you know, I had my $20 and I wanted to do whatever, but she would want to discuss how to, I wanted to spend my $20 I wanted to on control her. my 20 yeah. and his 20 <laughs> That didn't go over real I like big. that idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we had to learn yeah. how yes, to talk did. that one through. And yes. actually, money is one of the top conflicts that we have mm-hmm. uh, in terms of people reaching out to our counseling yeah. team here at Focus. It's, Number two. It's just one yeah. of those recurring challenges, and we get it. We're, we're laughing. We know that there's some tenderness for a lot of couples about mm-hmm. this topic. Really? And so um, in the spirit of wanting to come alongside and identify with and offer some help, uh, here's Focus President Jim Daly. Uh, as he chatted with Bill and Pam Farrell about ways that you and your spouse can talk about finances. You mentioned money, so let's go to that. Um, I'm sure everybody's probably leaning in right now. That's one of the big issues in marriage, and we hear from so many people on this uh, topic of finances and how to handle your finances. So what are those common approaches to money? So before we share those, just let me quickly say one of the reasons why money is an issue is because money is emotional for everybody. Jesus even said, where your treasure is, there will your heart be. Yeah. Like most of us think it should be the opposite way around, you know, where your heart is, there your money is. Jesus says it's just the opposite. So we're all emotionally attached to money. And we we begin to realize, well, that's why couples argue over money is they're expressing who they are through the way they like to handle money. So like some people, authority is what motivates them. And so these are like the big decision makers. You know, oftentimes they'll run, you know, companies or be entrepreneurs. They're used to money is just a tool, you know, to, to make life work. And people who love authority, like we, when they make a decision and people follow it, they like it. <laughs> so they use money that way. They push their agenda and they get their decisions in play. Mm. And if everybody's on board with it, it works well. But not everybody is motivated that way. And the way I like to say, like not, we don't necessarily marry opposites. I think we marry what we don't have. Yeah. So we fill in the gaps uh-huh. in our life. So. People who are motivated by authority aren't going to marry people who are motivated by authority with money. That would be a big clash. Right. The second one is some people use money for attention. That would be me. (laughs) I love the look on my daughter-in-laws when I say, hey, um, I'm going to pay for us all to go to the spa or to get a pedicure. I love that my money can go to create family vacations, you know, so. Well, Jim, you can imagine. (laughs) I'm already imagining. (laughs) This this was a big challenge for me. Because I'm pretty spontaneous, too. Yeah. But she doesn't have bad ideas. Right. You know, so when she comes home and says, hey, Bill, look what I did for our kids. You did what? You know, part of me is like, man, our kids are 
they're fortunate to have you as their mom, but what were you thinking? <laughs> and Phil's like, but that, budget, like that. that wasn't even in the budget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but I work really hard for my money. And finally, so. Um, and, 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 you know, we went to the financial seminars early right. in our marriage on yeah. how to budget your money, how to manage your money. And there was no chapter on what Pam was doing. Yeah, okay. She's <laughs> creating her some, own chapter. Out of yeah, the box. There were some rules, like anything over a certain amount. I had to ask, you know, we had to ask each other if that was okay. You know, so we kind of gave some honor to each other. Right. But the more I made my own money, the more I thought, oh, that's like a kind of a dumb rule. I right. should be able to spend my money. So that's authority. <laughs> What's the next one? So that was a f- attention. Oh, that was authority yeah. and attention. Uh-huh. And the third one. Acceptance. Acceptance. Right. And this is my primary approach. And I, I like when money is a non-issue. So I want, yeah. I want our financial system to create peace because I have more important things to focus on in life than the, the dollars and cents. And when the budget's out of whack or the budget's not working, all of a sudden now there's tension. We've lost peace in the relationship. And so I like things to be simple. He likes to automate, you know, like make I, everything automatic, you know, all of our yeah, payments. Yeah, automated things are good. Following a, following a plan is good. I, I don't have to be real precise about it because as long as it's not creating a problem, it's not a problem. I'm, I'm like that. That'd be more so, like So what Bill did is he yeah. created a Pam's Fun Fund. Yeah. So per year... We both decided how much that would be. It's amazing how you could stretch a buck fifty. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a dollar store princess. Yeah. yeah. And and my problem early on was I was evaluating Pam too often. Mm. So I would look at either weekly or monthly how she was spending. And when I was able to shift it and said, you know, Pam, for the year you've got this much to work with to create the memories you want for our family. And as long as you don't go over that amount. I'm not going to monitor the details. Now, hold on. Did you negotiate that number up? We did. We did. (laughs) I kind of had a sense you might have. That would be fair. I started low, so she (laughs) could negotiate. It was a true negotiation. I started high. It's a win-win. Both have to win in this one. Both have to win. Exactly. And our family has to win at the end. And and that could be a real tension because I was looking for peace and she was looking for memories. Yeah. And if no, the memories came at the price of the peace, it was hard to enjoy the memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a good so way to look at it. out of honor to Bill, I knew he would have more fun if there were peace in the relationship. All right, so Bill and Pam talked about three approaches toward money, uh, authority, attention, and acceptance. So, Aaron. Uh, which of those three do you think you most closely associate with? Hmm. It's real clear. Attention. Definitely, because this is someone who wants to spend money on fun things together. You know, as a family, I am constantly pushing Greg and like, you know what, we have our kids, you know, Annie's at home three more years. And it's an opportunity to bring her into this and to do this like thing guilt and manipulation together. You only or, have three years. You know, yeah. three years. Three years. He, he yeah. only has one more summer break because then he graduates from college and he's a real working boy then. Murphy is working, so we don't have a lot of opportunities. So when we do have these opportunities, I definitely am the one who's like, let's take it. And yes, we'll spend a little bit more, but that's okay. Mm. It's worth the investment. Yeah. And for me, it's it's more kind of like what Bill was talking about, more around the acceptance. Mm. I just, I just want to know that we're adhering to our budget. So Erin will say that. Like this just happened. She said, hey, this summer we're going to be, you know, with these two of our kids, let's go and do this thing. And usually my response is, great, let's look at everything we want to do over the summer and let's decide 
what we want to spend money on. So if that's the one, I'm great with it. But it's usually I can be the killjoy very quickly to go, Aaron, you know, yeah, you just laid out five trips. I know that that would cost thousands of dollars. Show me where that's in our budget, and I'm all with you. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be very careful then to recognize that there has to be room for both of us. Mm -hmm. So Erin loves to dream. She's thinking of ways to connect as a family, as a couple, in how we can spend money. We need to spend money in our marriage. I mean, all that's true. So I one, I want to affirm her and go, you know, I appreciate so much of how you think of ways for us to spend time together and connect as a family, as a couple. So I love that. So I can always acknowledge and affirm the heart behind that. Mm. And that's a great way to begin that conversation and say, hey, I'm I'm in. Let's look at the whole summer. Let's put a budget together and we'll allot however much money to each one of those or yeah. Cut it down to two, and then we can spend more. So as long as then she could come back and go, oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm excited to do something, but I get that we've just got to make sure that we've thought it all through mm-hmm. from a budget standpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a way that we can affirm both of us and what we both need and desire mm-hmm. within those kinds of conversations. Yeah, it's important. It's to important to find the win-win right. so that, uh, Aaron, you're not spending time together as a family and Greg is over in the corner stewing because right. this is the fifth trip and now thousands of dollars you know, in the hole because. So I, I appreciate what you're saying very much. And I, as I think about it, I it's sort of like, well, somebody should represent the authority part of those three, <laughs> but it's not really me. I mean, so I have to say, I'm excited to bring with John you. into our discussions. Yeah, you you know. can be the authority. You tell us well, where yeah, we're going to spend money. Absolutely, money is power, and that's why I make the money and she spends it in a proper way. I trust Dina totally on money. She's she's a dream to be married to in terms of her financial needs and demands. In fact, she was just <laughs> she was visiting one of our daughters. And uh, my daughter drove the car, and she said, Mom, this car feels like it's going to fall apart. And Dina said, oh, I know, but it's fine. I've been driving it like this for years. So a lot of husbands would see that as a threat to their, you know, providing for her or whatever. She's just happy as can be. So I'm happy as can be because, like, (laughs) what's the worst that happens? Yeah. Maybe you should should just think about that and pray about it. Her 1990s vehicle. Uh, You could only dream (laughs) (laughs) that I was like that. I'm a little little higher maintenance maintenance. than that. I'm going to start playing this part of the episode every night for Erin as she's sleeping. So we'll see if that works. I appreciate uh, whatever ministry I've had to the two of you. And uh, send your letters to Greg and Erin, not John Fuller. Well, Bill and Pam Farrell are delightful, and they have written a set of uh, tremendous books, Marriage Meetups. There's a his version and a her version. They're really pretty much the same, but it's good for you each to have one, to work through it together and the concepts in the books. So uh, we're making that bundle available to you for a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family today. Uh, ideally, you become a monthly partner with Focus on the Family, and you make an auto payment. Uh, every month to us, and uh, that allows us just to know what the budget is throughout the year. Uh, If you're not in a spot to do that, make a one-time donation of whatever uh, the Lord puts on your heart, whatever seems to be a reasonable amount to say, yes, we stand with you, focus on the family, and we appreciate the ministry that you've uh, offered us, apart from John saying he lets his wife drive a beater vehicle. (laughs) Um, uh, We've got links to the marriage meetups and ways for you to donate in the uh, show notes. And we also have a link over to the little article. It's free. It's called Making a Financial Plan Matters to Your Marriage. 
And uh, it's a terrific follow-up to what we've had for you today. Next time, Dr. Julie Slattery uh, addresses common struggles in marriage with regard to physical intimacy. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.